You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the friendly confines of Peak North, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked On Thunder, Kendrick Perkins didn't break any new ground when speaking about his time with the Thunder to Fox Sports TV's Christine Leahy, but he did shed some light on something that doesn't get talked about enough during that time period with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I will tell you what that is. I will also tell you who should be getting the fingers pointed at them for Oklahoma City truly not succeeding to the best of their ability. We'll also hear from Russell Westbrook in segment number one. And segment number two, an investor with the Golden State Warriors gets fined $500,000 and banned one year from seeing Warriors games. And that guy's name would be Mark Stevens. He shoved Kyle Lowry during game three last night. We'll discuss that even further, plus a special announcement coming up in segment number two. And in segment number three, I'm about to go watch a guy who has a broken jaw and is going to go play hockey in order for his team to win a championship. Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson could not play last night. And basketball is a different game than hockey, and we're not even going to get into the comparisons because it's unfair and the comparisons really don't hold because of how different of a sport they are and how different the mentality is for both teams. But we will talk about the legacy of Kevin Durant, what it would mean if the Warriors won without him. Would Kevin Durant possibly come back if the Warriors did not win a championship? Is he essentially in the same position as he was that he was here in Oklahoma City? My name is Eric G. I work for 97.1 Sports Animal Tulsa. Uh, We'll explain more about that coming up in segment number two. I also work for Maven, and you can check that out at maven.io, basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And if you like this podcast, which I hope you do, then do me a favor. Download the Himalaya app to your phone. It's free. It's super easy to use. And every single podcast you've been looking for is available now on Himalaya. Plus, they will personally curate playlists for you based on their expert podcast tastemakers. And finally, this podcast is being brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book on Hotels.com and get rewarded, well, basically everywhere. That's Hotels.com. Be there, do that, and get rewarded. Hotels.com. Kendrick Perkins, who's been making the media rounds lately, either guest hosting or coming on as an analyst for ESPN and Fox, sit down with Christine Leahy of Fox Sports 1 and did her one-on-one interview show, which the name escapes me. And for the most part, most of her interviews are are, are pretty good. Um, Kendrick Perkins, during his interview, didn't break any new ground when he said that there was a lack of identity with the Oklahoma City Thunder during his time there. He said it was a family atmosphere, but there was always that question about whether or not it was Russ' teams, it was Russ's team or whether or not it was Kevin Durant's team. In the same interview, he went on to talk about how Kevin Durant was the most humble superstar that he had ever been around. And I want to tackle that one first. I don't dis- I don't doubt. I shouldn't say I don't disagree with, but I don't doubt 
what Kendrick Perkins is saying and that Kevin Durant at one point was in fact the most humble superstar and probably the most organizational friendly superstar you had in the NBA when he started off in Seattle and played in Oklahoma City. And look, we all know the stories. We know about him here in Oklahoma going to play flag football in Stillwater during the lockout with fraternity guys at Oklahoma State University. We know about Kevin Durant when his new shoes would come out, how he would get very interactive on social media and give pairs away. And if you don't know, when he was in Seattle, the house that he bought, he would invite teenagers over to play video games. That's who Kevin Durant was then. Kevin Durant obviously changed at some point during his time with the Thunder where he started realizing what his superstar status meant and he also knew at some point if he was going to be mentioned along with some of the greatest that have ever played the game, he was going to have to win a championship. And thus he began to more assert himself and when you assert yourself a little more, it means you're going to have some disagreements with management And ultimately, you may not like the direction that a team is going, so you leave, which is exactly what Kevin Durant did. Going back to the latter on this, about Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant fighting it out, which team or whose team it could possibly be, and it was manifesting itself on the court, well, that just tells me that the Thunder did not have strong leadership at all. That it wasn't either coming from Scotty Brooks and it wasn't coming from Sam Presti and it should be those two guys who were blamed for the Oklahoma City Thunder not living up to their potential during that time that Durant and Westbrook were here because if, look, we always had that discussion amongst ourselves on Sports Talk Radio. Is it KD's team? Is it Russ's team? Why is Kevin deferring to Russ so much? Why isn't Russ deferring to Kevin? Well, We're having those discussions, but truthfully, those discussions should be absolute BS. They should just be fodder for sports talk radio, where you have an informed opinion based on what you're seeing, but it's just that it's an opinion, and what is actually going on behind the scenes is completely different from what is being said on sports talk radio, but Kendrick Perkins is telling us just the opposite of that. And that's when somebody who has a backbone, somebody who is the strong leader, and unfortunately, it can't be Kendrick Perkins. For as great as he is, it can't be him. It has to come from the coach and the front office, and you still had guys who were young enough at that point that Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook should have listened. And if one of them wasn't willing to listen at that moment about, hey, Russ, it's Kevin's team. And when the game's on the line, we want the ball in Kevin Durant's hand. And if you're not going to live up to this, if this is not the way you're going to play, then we're going to find another place for you and vice versa. But that's not what happened with Oklahoma City. No, we all know what happened. They, They hung on. They tried to make it work. And ultimately, it was to the team's detriment. And what it led to was Kevin Durant finding a way out of town being able to use this as an excuse for him not getting things done in the playoffs. And certainly, he shouldn't be absolved from all the blame that goes on around this. But there was enough time and you had enough young... And and, there, and these guys were young enough where you as an organization should have stepped in, made a difference, and made it very clear whose team it was. 
And in a sense, maybe the Thunder did. Maybe the Thunder made it clear that it was Russell Westbrook's team, that they looked at his personality, they saw him as more of the alpha male than they did Kevin Durant, and they went, okay, this is the direction that we're going, and this is what we're going to do. And what's the result of that? Thunder don't have any championships, which is not the end of the world because the organization's only 11 years old, but you did have three of the most talented players in NBA history on your team at once. You couldn't figure out how to keep that together. Okay, well, give part of that to James Harden, as I said, because he could have accepted what the Thunder offered, and you can't do anything about the injuries, but you could have kept the cohesion together. And especially after you lose three three games to one lead to Golden State, then you really should have been able to keep it together. And, And that alone should have been enough motivation for Kevin Durant to come back and want to finish it. And when Durant did not feel motivated, as much as I want to blame Kevin Durant for not being clutch when he could have been clutch and for not being for not showing a little bit more backbone than what he did, it's also the organization, Sam Presti, Scott Scott Brooks, and yes, Billy Donovan's fault that they weren't doing more to assure Kevin that they were going to try and do everything they possibly could to get over the hump because it was still within grasp. And if they were afraid of Russell Westbrook's personality, I can't say that I necessarily blame them But they should have understood early on how volatile that could be and what it could mean for this team in the near future. And while Oklahoma City is good, I don't think any of us would say that they were necessarily championship caliber. And if you want insight into Russell Westbrook, you didn't have to look far. All you had to do was go to one of his post-game interviews or, in this case, go to his exit interview and hear Russ talk about where he needs to improve and how he's going to do things his way. Everything. I always tell you that because I know I can do everything at a high level. Uh, so I always find ways to make sure that I'm able to do that. And that's one thing about me is that, and I think a lot of times, whether it's you guys or whoever it is, people across the world, when you do so much, you got so much shit you're doing throughout the game, whether it's defending, rebounding, passing. Um, used to be conversations of I was a ball hog, but now now I lead the league in assists for the past three years or whatever it is that's getting squashed out so now the conversation is about shooting next year I'm going to become a better shooter after that it would be probably fuck my left foot is bigger than my right one who knows but to me that's the that's why I, I know that when you do so much with the game you got so much impact on the game uh, I expect a lot out of myself uh, put a lot of pressure on myself to become uh, a very, very great player because I know that I'm able to do so much uh, throughout a game to impact the game, impact winning. So that's why, back to your point, I don't really care what people say, uh, what they think about me, um, because it doesn't really matter. I know what I'm able to do and know what I'm able to do at a high level every night, and nobody else can do what I can do on a night in, night out basis. I truly believe that if they could, I'm pretty sure they would. But I know for a fact that nobody can. Do you think it's kind of strange that you get criticized as much as you do, given how no. much success you have? <coughs> don't, man. When you when you do so much at a high level, a lot of haters come. That's how life is, man. It's <laughs> life. That's life, man. When you when you do so much, people gonna try to pull and take away and try to take that away from you. Nobody can take away from me. I've been blessed and 
um, I stay prayful, stay thankful um, to be able to, to do what I'm able to do. And nobody can ever take that away from me, regardless of what it is, how many stories are written, how many stats are put up, how many numbers are put up. It doesn't matter. I, I take too much pride, time, effort to be able to go out uh, and compete and play hard every night. My body on the line can't take it away from me. I would never let anybody take it away. So how many years you'll ask me every every year I take the same answers because I truly believe it and it doesn't change the fact of anything. Anybody else? Russ, you've won awesome. a lot since you've been here. Is it, does it drive you? Does it bother you to go out the first round these, these three years? Bother, yes. Uh, drive, I guess, but I don't really need a, nothing to drive me to be who I want to be or to be where I want to be. Obviously, me personally, I want to be able to uh, become the best player I can be and obviously win the championship. Yeah, I don't, obviously, I wouldn't want to be sitting here talking to you guys uh, at the end of the season, but unfortunately, that's what happened. Um, and with that, you got to go to the drawing board and me personally, always look at myself and how I can be better, uh, whether it's playing a better series, preparing better for the series, preparing better for the season. Obviously, when you lose a series, everybody looks at the series and say, this is the reason why you lost. But that's not ultimately what happens throughout a year. There's a different things that happen to you, um, to a team that can either, you either you got it, you clicking or you're not. Um, so there's a combination of a lot of things. But me personally, I just know that moving and going into next year, um, I'm going to just do what I need to do to make sure that I'm staying consistent um, at what I do and being better. And that's why when you listen to Russell Westbrook, you know now Sam Presti's dilemma of needing a very strong coach to come in here to Oklahoma City, somebody that Russell Westbrook will listen to, be it an assistant that Billy Donovan is replacing, or if you're getting rid of Billy Donovan, finding that head coach that resonates with him on a level that nobody has been able to resonate with him during his time in the association. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thank you very much to Untuck It for sponsoring Locked on Thunder. If you're looking for a great Father's Day idea, and I know you are, and chances are you're a guy, you're listening to this, well, this would be a great idea to tell your wife and kids about. Just go to untuckit.com, use promo code NBA, and get 20% off. Untuck It shirts are designed specifically to be untucked, so you'll look good when you're going to that meeting with clients or the board meeting. You'll look, well, dare we say hip, which is what 40-plus-year-old white men say, and that's exactly what I am. You'll look hip, and then you'll look great for that date when you're out with your wife or your girlfriend. It's untuckit.com, promo code NBA, get 20% off, and download the Himalaya app to your phone. Free, super easy to use, every single podcast you're looking for. It's going to be on Himalaya from comedy to mystery to thrillers, all curated for you in a playlist made by the expert podcast tastemakers. And uh, wow, you've got episodic, shareable playlists, all sorts of great stuff. Go to Himalaya, download it to your smartphone, and then tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next on Locked on Thunder the NBA and the, and the Golden State Warriors took a major step forward yesterday, but ultimately, what will it take for fans to finally leave players alone? We'll discuss. 
Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And starting on Monday, we will be recording in our new palatial studios at 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I will be co-hosting the 11 to 2 show with Pat Jones. It's called the Pat Jones Show. So I'll be co-hosting it with Pat. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially if you like college football. Pat has a wealth of knowledge. He can relate to just about anything in sports. So if you're looking for a little bit of fun, you want somebody that shoots straight, you can't find anybody in Oklahoma better than Pat Jones for that. And I'll be along with Pat for the ride. So join us Monday through Friday from 11 to 2 on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa. And you can also uh, download their app to your phone and check us out on TuneIn. We're also on the web. So wherever you are in the world, listen. We'll definitely be talking thunder on that show as well. And uh, I'm very excited, very excited about it. I've been wanting to tell you about this for a while and I finally got the okay today. So please tune in and check that out. Let's get back to what happened in the NBA Finals last night since that is top of mind. But Mark Stevens, who happens to work for a company that invests in in businesses like Google and PayPal um, and is also an investor in the Golden State Warriors, um, had courtside seats and decided to shove on Kyle Lowry and yell obscenity and he or yell obscenities Kyle Lowry's way and as for his efforts or how he was rewarded for his efforts it was a $500,000 fine and for a year for one year he cannot attend any Golden State Warriors games which means when the Warriors open their new digs next season dude is not going to be a part of it good on the Warriors I don't know if the NBA has fined this guy or banned him for any other arenas I didn't see that information at the time we were recording But of all the moves that the Golden State Warriors have made over the last four years, aside from stealing Kevin Durant from Oklahoma City and crippling the Thunder, this would be the best move that they made because, well, okay, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. You can't put your hands on players, especially when you mean them harm. And unfortunately for this guy who happens to be an investor with Golden State, this Mark Stevens guy, Dude, you're you're not Drake. These guys don't know you. You are not running in the same circles as Kyle Lowry is. That's where Drake has some currency that a Mark Stevens doesn't have because Drake parties with these guys. Drake hangs out with them. They're in the studio with him. They know what this guy's about. They know how much he appreciates basketball, appreciates them, and they know full good and well that Drake, until he proves otherwise, has no intent to hurt him. For Mark Stevens, you don't have that same currency, so you don't get those same rights. As unfair as it may seem, that's just the boat that you're cast in. You have to know your role. It's like The Rock said, know your role. Dude did not know his role. Dude is half a million dollars lighter in the wallet, and now anytime he wants to see GSW play, it's going to have to be from the comfort of his home theater system which boo-hoo, cry for him, and I'm sure in some small respects it's more convenient for him to do it, to to watch it there, even though he's probably not driving to the game, he's probably taking a limo. But still, um, yeah, you don't get to go get up close and personal. That's always the great thing about the NBA, you can get up close and personal, and that's not something that should ever be taken away from 
the association. But at this point, I don't think Kyle Lowry has been fined, and Kyle Lowry didn't deserve to get fined for this. But if Kyle Lowry had popped off or said anything and shoved the dude, you couldn't blame him. And this is, again, another perfect example of what Adam Silver could do to get these fans under control, which was let Kyle Lowry handle his business like a man. If this dude gets hurt and wants to sue Kyle Lowry later or Kyle Lowry feels bad enough that he wants to pay his medical bills, I'm fine with that. But the NBA has got to stand behind their players. They have got to stand and protect them. And until somebody goes full Ron R. Test on a fan and pays no NBA price for it, meaning you don't get fined, you don't get suspended, or it's very minimal, most fans aren't going to get the or aren't going to get the hint. Yes, this guy can afford the five hundred thousand dollars, and watching the Warriors from the comfort of your television in a lot of ways can be a lot more fun than watching them at the arena because of the analysis that you're getting on TV. You get to go to the bathroom anytime you want, and the beer's a lot cheaper. Well, I'm pretty sure this guy could afford all the eight dollar beers that he wants. I keep going back to that, but still. When, you're, when you are afforded and have the privilege of getting up close and personal with someone, just be freaking respectable. The average person does not get the opportunity to sit where you are, handle that with some class. And maybe you start letting the average fan sit down there. Maybe they're not as, I don't know, maybe they're not as unruly. And Russell Westbrook, I still don't think that this dude should have gotten fined. But the NBA, you've got to stand behind the players. And as great as it is, the Warriors stepped up, took some measures against this guy. I would like to see Adam Silver boot him from every NBA arena for at least one year. And maybe Adam Silver doesn't have the right to find this guy $500,000 the way the Warriors did. But if he is an investor... And depending on how big an investor he is, I would think the Warrior or the NBA would have some jurisdiction there. Adam Silver needs to go a step further. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, um, Kevin Durant, legacy, playing, hurt. Will he go back to Golden State if they don't win a championship? We'll talk about that next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Please download the Himalaya app. To your phone, it's quick, it's easy to use, it's free, it's got every single podcast that you're looking for, and it's got personally curated playlists for you by their podcast tastemakers. Um, You can like, you can comment, there's an episodic shareable playlist, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Listeners can also build their podcast playlist on their own, they can customize, just go to Himalaya, it's like the mountain range, it's Himalaya. Put it on your phone, then get into your car and tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next on Locked on Thunder, um, again, we will be talking about Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, but also I do want to mention this, today's show being brought to you by Grip6, ultra lightweight, no holes, no flap, and it's a great Father's Day gift. It's Grip6, that's grip6.com, promo code slash lock. Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. And uh, I'm sure, uh, look, you could rewind this podcast if you want, but you've already made it this far. Again, want to say uh, 11 to 2, starting Monday, 
97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa. It's me and Pat Jones. And if you're wondering why the podcast has been kind of inconsistent over the last few weeks, going back and forth between here and Tulsa, trying to get you know everything kind of ironed out, it's <laughs> had to kind of put this on the back burner. But starting Monday, we should be back to about every day a week. Um, and I know at some point we're cutting back to uh, three days a week sometime after free agency in the draft, and uh, but that'll be down the road a bit. Uh, but we're going to do our best to make sure we're cranking something out for you every single day here at Locked on Thunder. So with that in mind, let's talk about Kevin Durant. Could come back, play for the Warriors game for Clay Thompson and play last night. No KD, no Thompson, really relying on Steph and a bunch of spares and the Warriors... I agree with Jeff Van Gundy what he said last night. They they wouldn't be a team that would be the number one overall seed in the West. I don't I think Jeff Van Gundy said they wouldn't even be a playoff team. And certainly with the way that they played last night, um, they they looked that way. Stephen A. Smith now saying that if Kevin Durant or if the Warriors win the title, Kevin Durant is more likely to take his talents elsewhere. And if the Warriors don't win the title then Kevin Durant is more likely to stay. And that's the one thing you remember what we had to watch out for in Oklahoma City is Golden State not winning because then Kevin Durant can make the justification a little bit easier leaving saying, well, look, yes, they were up three games to one like we were. They blew it. They need me to be the closer and go in and and do what I need to do. Be Slim Reaper, every you know, whatever with Kevin Durant. Be the guy that, that essentially ices it which is exactly what Kevin Durant did. And especially if Kevin Durant comes back in game four and isn't even remotely close to full speed or half speed or whatever and can't be effective for the Warriors and they're able to win without him, then it just signals, I think, to Kevin Durant and the rest of that organization that he was really not necessary in order for them to achieve everything they want to achieve and not that they wasted those years with Kevin Durant, but it could have been done without him, and they certainly would have been a lot more beloved had they just let him stay in Oklahoma City. But a lot of that has to do with the Warriors needing to kind of torpedo Oklahoma City, which is exactly what they did, and that was probably a smarter move than getting Durant at Golden State. They could have pushed Durant someplace else, and I think mission still would have been accomplished. It just wouldn't have been as sweet to watch Kevin Durant come back and beat Oklahoma City. So now you have this really weird situation with Kevin Durant where dude can can sit there and not win the title with Golden State. And now all of a sudden, Kevin Durant and his legacy, if Golden State wins and he's not really effective, certainly hurts him, makes him look bad. And then now he's really put in a position where, yeah, he's going to have to find someplace else to go and go win a championship in order to prove that he was a major part of this, at least in Kevin Durant's mind. And going back to what Kendrick Perkins said about Kevin Durant being humble, I'm sure in a lot of respects he is still humble. The problem is, is that Kevin Durant is humble and listening to everyone else around him, and he's not defining his career on his terms He's letting everybody else define his career for him. And because of that, Kevin Durant will never fully have a satisfying NBA career because there's always going to be something 
that tells him he wasn't as good as he was supposed to be. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow with the weekend episode. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.